Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Oh, hey, Steve. I finished the Matthew Perry book. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so wow. you've sort of been walking through this book a little at a time. Mm-hmm. What, what's your grand takeaway about the, the life lived by Matthew Perry to this point? It made me feel really sad. Very sad for him. Very difficult life. Like he had probably the worst addiction problem of any celebrity I've ever heard of. And think about, think about some of those things that amazingly went under wraps. Right. You didn't hear about Like he'd go to work, he'd go to work on Friends for the most part, maybe hung over, not drinking or drugging. Well, maybe he was drugging. But I don't think people knew the extent because he did a lot of it alone. Correct. But even there were there were prolonged periods in the hospital where I don't think the press was really in the know about the dire straits that he was in. I had no idea. I, I lost count of how many times he had gone to some form of rehab. Yeah. You know, and sober living houses and all of that. And then. The teeth situation. Mm. I, I see the thing about this, this Matthew Perry book is he's not very specific when he's telling a story. He's just very, he just gives you the meat and potatoes and then moves on to something else. Like, I want to know why did your teeth fall out of your mouth? Like, what causes that? He oh, so, also, so he'll say that the teeth fell out, but then he won't go explain. into detail. Yeah, like, he doesn't say, like, this is because these pills cause this, you know... Weakening of the roots of the teeth He doesn't say anything. He's just like, and I bit into a sandwich and my teeth fell out. And then... And then he didn't and it was go, a peanut butter on toast. It wasn't even, like, biting into an apple or, you know... Well, listen, I ate an egg once. An egg. You're familiar with the consistency of cooked eggs, yes? <laughs> And I had half of my tooth fall out of my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Am I? No, you're fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, yes, it's very much lacking a lot of details. You know what I mean? I feel like he's just kind of 
vague journaling or something. I think it's a little more than vague journaling, but maybe not not as specific. Uh, lacking specificity in some certain situations, sure. A lot, but, most. But I, but I do think that you still, I mean, he's detailing the amount of pills that he's yes. having. And he goes into, in some spaces, great detail about the horrific reality of his struggle. Right. With drugs. I mean, I said, this will be the third time I've said this on the air. You could, you could tell me I take my family with me. So wife and kids come and I just still have my family and I get to trade lives, popularity, fame, money with Matthew Perry. I wouldn't do it for, think of the amount of money. Nope. Think of the amount of money and then quadruple it times infinity. I wouldn't think of it for a moment because his life feels like. And I really, genuinely want great things for him. And I think part of the reason why he wrote the book was to hopefully push somebody down a different path that might be dabbling in some of the things that he was dabbling in. But it shows you the power of addiction and the power of chemicals and drugs in your body. Right. And my dad used to use the phrase that there are some celebrities out there who are experiencing financial prosperity mm-hmm. and spiritual and emotional poverty. Right. And it feels like that was a situation he likened that to Michael Jackson uh, when we were to, as around the time that Michael Jackson's life was just like, yeah, well, you got everything. You have everything. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. all of us, if we're, you know, if we're honest with ourselves and it is cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. We all are tempted to think if I got the, then life would be. Yeah. If I won the lottery, if I got a promotion, if I got that, that would somehow fix it. And I feel that way. And I will, I will feel that feeling come up. And then I have to like remind myself and almost preach back to myself of like, wait a minute, we know this isn't true for a variety of reasons, but perhaps most powerful among them, the fact that there's all this anecdotal evidence of celebrity culture in America that proves it is not true. Right. The celebrities that you look to. Guess what? They're not the happiest, most content, fulfilled people right. walking the face of the earth. They have the most money. Yeah. And he makes things. that perfectly clear throughout the book. And again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Matthew Perry's book. I can't even remember what it's called. Something, something in the big, terrible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he uh, he had like other health problems. And, and you know what? Parts of the book are funny. You know, yeah, there are yeah. parts that are very funny. Like when he said that everyone looks like a giant cigarette. You know, I lost it. I'm like, I totally get that, you know. And he also has health problems because of smoking three packs a day. Sheesh. And but again, he doesn't go into detail. He he explains how he goes to the doctor and he blows into this thing. And he was like, please just let it be bronchitis. And the doctor comes back and, and he never tells you what it was. I'm assuming it's emphysema. Um, because the doctor said it's way worse than bronchitis. And if you don't quit smoking, you are going to die in a few years. Hmm. Um, how about, how about the time in the book when he said, um, he recalled stopping in a stairwell, remembering his years of pain. And then he says, quote, I'll never be able to fully explain what happened next, but all of a sudden I started slamming my head against the wall yes. as hard as humanly possible. That, that's wall. when he was in the hospital, I believe. Yeah. That he did that. I mean, just such such misery. And I just, yeah, I really, 
just really hope for good things because I you do feel a personal connection with him. We all do if you watched Friends, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's Chandler yeah. Bing. But I thought he was, though he may have lacked specificity in certain accounts. A lot. Most of the book. <laughs> They're just I, like little blo- blobs. They're just little blips, the but, whole book. But you could counterbalance that with it was a very honest, vulnerable book. Yes. And so I feel more of a connection to him. And I feel like after having read the book, I'm cheering for him more yeah, now. I would agree with that for sure. I mean, he even so much as says, I want a girlfriend. Yeah. I really want a girlfriend. And he had gone through so many girlfriends that he broke up with for no reason. And by the way, going back to the, if you think money, if you think more or better sex will improve your right. life. If I had that, then this. Right. He says, essentially, I slept with every hottie in Hollywood. And he's the loneliest person on the planet. Yeah. It's a pretty, yeah. Yeah. It's a raw account. I, definitely, if you were a fan of Friends or of Matthew Perry's, I've always been, you, you should check out the book. It's a very quick read. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I... My biggest takeaway was feeling sadness, empathy. Yeah. You know, like just feeling really bad for the guy. Yeah. But I think he's in a good place. I hope. I mean, he seems to one be. can only hope. I think any anyone who has an addict in their family or friends, you really celebrate the moments of right. recovery. One day at a time. And you're always one bracing. minute at a time. You yeah. Know, you're always yeah. bracing for a bad call. Anyway. It's a good book. Matthew Perry's book. Uh, what are we doing when we come back? Uh, how about this? Why don't we, what do you want to do? You can choose. Oh, I get do, to choose. Uh, pick your poison here. We could do a little music news. Okay. Or we could do a, a little list of TV and movie characters who didn't deserve their fate. Mm, let's do a little of both. I just have a headline okay. for music news, and then we could go into that. All right. A little royal headline that we'll get yes. to, and then uh, and then we'll dig into that list. It's going to be a lot of fun. Stay with us. It's Donna and Donna for hey, Spice Steve, what's that? Uh, you're you're you are well know well about Spire Credit Union. I got my auto loan for my new car through Spire. They, see, they're doing great things. Uh, they've got 22 locations now, and I know you've probably seen a branch in your neighborhood, maybe a billboard telling you one is nearby. I happen to be a member of Spire as well. I've got a share savings account, but you know what? They also offer uh, money market savings, free checking. All the convenience services, which are free, by the way. I'm talking about things like digital banking, a mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, mobile banking, and more. And when it does come to loans, like Steve was mentioning, they do have low rates at Spire. And when it comes to auto loans, new or used vehicles, Spire gets the loan done fast, and they're going to get you more car for your money. For me, it is Spire Credit Union. You can apply today. Just go to myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA. Hello. We're back. I always compliment Donna on how she sounds when you bring us back oh, thanks, from break. Steve. I don't know what it is. It's, it's always very nice. Oh, thanks. It's energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Enthusiasm. It's better when I say these things. <laughs> I said to Steve in a former commercial break you know you'd get more compliments if you weren't so thirsty (laughs) (laughs) because you're always vision daughter you are 
You're always like flexing and Go waiting for on, someone uh, to notice. Get those electrolytes, honey. Yeah, honey. Oh, somebody sent me a text uh, or a, an instant message. Uh, wow. Hi. Hello, America Hi. Online Instant Messenger. Date yourself. Uh, DM yesterday on my Instagram. And she said, I, I like you so much. Aw, that's it? But why are you posting these workout videos? I get it. You have new muscles. Moving on. <laughs> Is this to inspire yourself, Steve? That you post the videos because you, you're looking for. Are you looking for accountability? When I see someone, when I see a workout video online, I feel motivated to move. Like it makes me oh, want to. Nice. It breaks up the feed. Like if they're like, "Hey, and here's how you can do a dumbbell shoulder press." I watch it and I'm like, all right, let's get to the gym. Let's get moving. Okay, let's move this right. body. When I see, I follow The Rock. And The Rock, every other video, he's either launching some new mega business or he's doing upright rows in his gym. Sure. Hashtag Iron Paradise. So I then jokingly did the first one and then very awkwardly started putting the camera up in the gym. Mm. And then I'd walk away looking around very insecure, like someone looking at me like, look at this D-bag over here. I guarantee it. And then, <laughs> even before I set the phone down. <laughs> and then uh, I started like posting silly music to them. And the first workout video that I posted, I had this song and I was doing squats. For like the first time in a long time, I was doing squats. And people were like, NF. Fire emojis, NF, fire emojis. And I was like, nice form, fire emojis. And then I started getting other messages of people saying, those are nowhere near deep enough. You're not even working your glutes, all these things. And I was like, well, you guys are idiots because people have already told me nice form. Turns out the music that I had used uh, oh, yeah. was from an artist <laughs> named NF. And so they liked the music, not the workout video. So from that moment, I started posting these videos with silly music and stuff like that. And then, Holly, I found out that they were irritating my wife. Mm. And then my desire to post more of them, as you might imagine. Oh, you leaned into that big significantly time. Significantly nah. increased. But then that lady, I post one yesterday, and I was mentioning I had eaten sushi before I worked out. Mm -hmm. Two rolls of sushi, carb load, and like six hours before I worked out. And I felt such great energy at the gym. It was the best I felt at the gym in so long. I was jazzed. Can I just give you like an equivalent of what this is to women? Sure. It's like the guys who hold up the fish on the dating apps. Ooh, big billy bass. <laughs> we do not care how big the fish is that you caught. No. We do not care that you're at the gym. No. That's guys doing stuff for guys. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dak Shepard, who's in good shape. Yes. He was talking on his podcast, Armchair Expert, about how Kristen Bell, his wife, doesn't care. Doesn't no. care if his biceps got bigger, right. smaller, the, 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 the belly gets bigger or yeah. tighter. Doesn't matter. And he said, ultimately, as guys, we're really just doing this for other guys. Correct. And then guys are like, oh, what are you doing? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your uh, chest and back today? Right. Nice. I'm on buys and tries. And women are like... Lou does care. not care if I get stronger, weaker. Now, she did hit a threshold. We were talking about this last week. And she said, no... You know, if you put on 150 pounds, sure. Now we might. There's a there's a difference here, right? But the incremental is it dad bod or do you look like you're steady in the gym? Right. I just yeah don't care. Just be nice and funny is good too. I guess. All right, thank you. Uh, I got a little music news. Um, okay, King Charles apparently has finally found a couple of artists that people know. Okay. Um. So we knew that Lionel Richie was going to be performing at the coronation. Now we've got Katy Perry and, uh, uh, how do you say his name? Bocelli. Andrea. Andrea, Andrea. Bocelli. Oh, I love. So beautiful. Oh, wonder what song he's going to They're going to be at Windsor Castle. Probably They're not gonna... time to say goodbye. <laughs> right? He should have been at the Queen's. <laughs> Probably not. Farewell. Uh, but that's such a beautiful song time to say goodbye very Mm. by the way uh king charles is now richer than the late queen with a fortune worth 600 million pounds and that is after making money from what holly taught us about cryptocurrency uh the duchy of cornwall estate. that's his estate that's where he makes money i i don't even understand so this is a piece of property Mm-hmm. That he bought and mm-hmm. rents out what he didn't buy it he inherited it let's get it clear okay. <laughs> the British monarchy is all about okay. generational wealth so what is it some royal Airbnb um, well essentially the Duchy of Cornwall is this piece of land that Prince Charles has because he is uh, he was um well the current Duke is Prince William but anyways long story short is that Charles has taken this piece of land. And he basically ha- rents it out to people, and and they're his tenants. And he does it all is an of the yeah. He does. Uh, uh, I, here's what the government considers the duchy to be a crown body, and therefore exempt from paying corporation tax. Now the tax exempt status has been challenged, and apparently uh, he has voluntarily paid income tax on the duchy income. So. Because, you know, these royal folks, they used to not pay tax on all their stuff. And then people were like, hey, we don't like that. Maybe you shouldn't exist as a monarchy. And then they're like, okay, we'll pay a little tax. Okay. I have a confession. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until I think earlier today, <laughs> somewhere in the 6 or 7 a.m. hour. Mm-hmm. Is this going to have to do with the duchy? It is. <laughs> I was under the impression if I was on, let's say, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And they said the Duchy of Cornwall is, if I would have said, give me 50-50, I would have been landing on it's either a dog or a young person. I thought this was some sort of an animal or a younger relative of the royals. Like, oh, you know, this is Camilla, you know, Duchy. (laughs) 
Oh. Did everybody else <laughs> know this? Name. I didn't know a duchy, what a duchy is. I've never heard that. Dog? That's a dog. That's got to be a dog. It's very cute for Look a dog. At, yeah, duchy. duchy. Oh, cute. Uh-huh. No, I mean, it is the territory of a duke or duchess. So that is what huh. a duke or duchess oversees. It is called a duchy. Really? Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Wow. Hmm. Nice job, Holly. It's spelled much like douchey. I mean, you could make the argument. <laughs> well, normally we would be playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge here. I'm not um, going to right now, but don't worry. I have my list that we didn't get to. Let's make a list. Uh, so these are characters in movies and TV shows who just kind of got done dirty. Looking back, it's like, did they deserve to go out like that? We'll talk about those. When we come back, it's done and Hey, you guys are my best friends. It's uh, Steve for my buddies over at the Canopy Group who are off to a hot start on a Monday. How come, Steve? Because they're saving people money. Are they saving you money? Do you know how much you pay in auto insurance? Seriously, do you know how much you pay in your homeowner's insurance? Do you know and are you convinced, confident tonight that you've got the best rate and the best coverage all packaged together? Well, if you're like 81% of Minnesotans, probably not. And here's why. You're probably dealing with one insurance agent who represents one insurance company and brings you a total of one insurance quote. That, my friends, not a formula for saving money. You need options. That's how you do it. So the Canopy Group gives you that. It's really simple. Thecanopygroup.com. Click get a quote. Then their team of 40 specialists will take your situation and turn it out to their 16 different insurance companies, uh, even some companies who specifically specialize in what you need covered. And then they fight it out for your business. You get the best coverage. You get it at the best price. Don't believe me? Try for yourself. Thecanopygroup.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Is the snow melting outside? I'm going to pretend that it is. How about that? Yeah, I just need to see the grass again. And then I'll be in a much better place. The grass was really greening up last week, too, before the stupid snowstorm. So stupid. These plow guys, I'm telling you. You just don't care if they tear up your lawn, do they? You know, I've torn up my own lawn. I don't have a plow person, Donna. I get out like, what's it called? Every man, every woman, and I plow my own. I'm talking about the city plow guy. Anyway, I've ruined my own lawn by swinging out incorrectly. So oh. I have a big tire mark over the driveway, like like at the grass right next to the driveway. That's a huge pet peeve of mine, too. When they come and cut your grass on one of those, you know, what do you call those things? Tractors. It's almost like a standing mower. Yeah. Yeah, it's a standing mower. Like, after it rains. Okay, Einstein. Okay. I mean, really? Here we are, offending city workers. Sorry. No, that's 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 the hired help. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you just get more relatable with each sentence. I know. Is this at your first or second property? Shut up. It's a fair question. <laughs> you ever um, see some movies where you're like, oh, man, they're gone already? They shouldn't. They didn't. Come on, bring them back. There's this obscure list that started on Twitter. This is when I like the internet. Okay. Somebody started a thread for characters who didn't deserve their fate in any kind of TV show, movie. So let me give you some examples. And I'm curious, is there anyone that we would add to this list? All right, let's see. Spider from Goodfellas. Oh, Spider! Oh, 
I don't remember Spider. Oh. Well, now you will. He is the kid uh, that Joe Pesci shoots in the foot for not serving drinks fast enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. Michael Imperioli, Imperioli oh, plays okay. Spider. Okay. Then, after he gets bandaged up and returns to the job, Pesci murders him for talking back. Oh, Spider! People say Spider deserved better. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. For sure. Well, a lot of people deserve better in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the hands of uh, Joe Pesci. And this is what happens. Mm. Donna's been pro-mafia for a long time. And I've told her there are drawbacks. Artax from The NeverEnding Story. Oh, Artax! This is the horse oh. that oh, drowns in the swamps of sadness. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I never read or saw that NeverEnding Story. I remember seeing The NeverEnding Story as a child. And it felt like one of the most just, what's the right word here? Enveloping, whisk me away to another reality, escaped. I mean, I fell into, like, he opens the book, and there we go. And it's just, now he's in this magical story. The never-ending story. He's flying on top of a long dog. I should go watch this. That scene with Artax, <laughs> though, Donna, will traumatize you. Really? Yeah. Uh, don't send us your therapy bill, okay? All right. Is, yeah. is this a, an animated situation? This is not. But, oh, yeah. I'm uh, not watching that. Thing. What's the name of the, uh, the, the, the flying dog? Gar- Gartros? <laughs> no, that's probably not it. Argo. No. Oh, my Hang gosh. On. Do- Donna, look up the dog from the okay, never-ending fine. story. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> He's really nice. It's a luck dragon. Falcor. Yes. Yeah, Falcor. Never heard of him. Oh, my gosh. And then this kid's just flying on him, Donna. And as a kid, if you watch this, you're uh, like, oh, th- what's the number one thing I want to do? I want to fly. That is a terrifying thing. Uh, no, he's opening oh. his mouth just like a dog does going down I-94. I thought yep. you said this wasn't animated. What is this? It's not animated. Is it puppetry? What no, is I don't know. This, Special effects? Yeah, it's not animated. He's, he's giant. It's a big prop. Practical effects. Okay. Um, is, I'm going to do now. So is this guy a nice drowning. dog? Yes. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. You want to be friends. Okay. No. Artax. Does he talk? Yes. Oh. Falcor talks. Artax does not. Artax is a white horse. Mm-hmm. And just looks really magical and uh, dies. Drowns in the swamps of sadness. Oh, my God. Yeah, because he's in the swamps of sadness. And then it pulls him in. And Atreyu, (laughs) his human friend, can't pull him out of his sadness. Okay, no, I'm not watching this ever. You should. Oh, you'd give a really great review on this. (laughs) You would, Donna. This would be great if you did this. Oh, Mm -hmm. man, this this horse just dies. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to be stoned to watch this. I think you have to be stoned to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can watch it sober. Oh, that's funny. Here's another TV or movie character that Twitter says did not deserve his fate. We've all been down this road before, but Jack Dawson from Titanic. Room on the room on the door. You know, he didn't deserve to die. Let him know. No, this Artax situation. I'm looking at still shots. Never. I'm never going to watch this. Donna. I already want to cry. No, the horse didn't really die. They that, didn't really kill that that's horse. That's why I'm saying, Donna, you send the therapy bills to somebody else okay. after you watch mm-hmm. that scene. Send it to HR. They have to pay for it because yeah, you have great. to watch it oh. to be in the know, pop culturally speaking. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, send it to Michelle Odd. She'll pay for it. All right. Thanks, Michelle.
Um, the character Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler's character in Uncut Gems, I learned this this morning. They say he didn't deserve his fate because he got shot in the face. Oof, yeah. That's a that's a movie, man. That is an intense major motion picture. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. So Adam Sandler's character. Yeah. You should see that movie. Okay. It's dark. You've seen that movie. I sure have. Mm-hmm. One of the few Adam Sandler movies I've seen. So you're... You're telling me to watch the movie where the human gets shot in the face, but the horse drowns in the swamp of sadness in a magical alternate universe. Don't watch that. And that's okay. I'm just it's saying different. more empathy. It's a different for a... feeling. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's fine. Because it, there's an innocence. Well, then how do you feel about someone else on the list? Wilson, the volleyball from Castaway. The internet says Wilson did not deserve that fate floating off. Wilson. Not taken away by the tide, as I recall. Wilson. I remember. Oh, let, me t- uh, let me tell you. Wait a second. God, I if hated that movie about, so much. We're talking about who didn't deserve their fate in Castaway. Tom Hanks' character, for those who don't remember, he's in a plane crash, miraculously survives, makes it to an island, lives there, survives on the island. I forget how he is then spotted and taken back to real life land after years of being stranded on the island. But when he... Fi- oh, I remember the emotion oh, of feeling When this. he goes to see his girl... His girl, his wife. Yeah. When he goes home. When well, he goes what back is she to, supposed to do? He was presumed dead. I know. I'm just saying. When he survives all of this, what is his goal? What or what is his prize for surviving? I'm gonna go back and surprise my wife. Ding dong, I'm alive. <laughs> and instead, some dude's there. In his with underwear. her. Brutal. Was he in his Brutal. underwear? That would have made it a better. I don't think so, you ending. creep. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi's mom. It would be great if he answered the door like in a towel. Excuse me, I'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. All right, right. Bambi's mom. Yeah, Yeah. doesn't she just take it in the first scene? Yes, she gets shot by a hunter and dies. Okay, Walt, can we just go easy on the traumatizing with the parents? I love Walt Disney, and I love Disney movies. I will say they un- endingly use the cheapest ploy in the quickest way as a writer to increase the stakes, which is kill somebody quick. And it's but do you usually know what that does to children. I know I was watching the lion King with like my three year old niece and we all know what happens and the stampede all of a sudden half the theater is, ah, I love me. I mean, Donna's like, shut up! <laughs> yeah, that was the one. I was the one crying. Yeah. Oh, Donna was absolutely Donna. hashtag Team Scar in no. the Lion King. I can promise he's you that. Kind of cool. yeah. yeah, he's the bad boy. Because yeah. if one of those freaking lions worked as a shift manager at Hot Topic, it'd be Scar. And that's why you like him. The hyenas would probably. Mm-hmm. Oh have yeah. There, Donna. Hot Topic. Here's a deep cut. Scott Scanyon from Beverly Hills 90210. So the list is TV or movie characters who didn't deserve their fate. In Beverly Hills 90210, he was a nerdy kid who accidentally killed himself while playing with a gun in season two. His death kind of cut David Silver's last tie to his unpopular kid, like like group of friends, which freed him up to get cooler and join Brandon Dillon and the popular kids full time. Damn. So the internet asked, maybe Scott died for the greater good? (laughs) Wow, that's super dark. Let's see here. Uh, Wallace from The Wire also made this list. The drug dealer played by a young Michael B. Jordan, 
who gets whacked for informing the police. He's trying to do good. Is there anything on there from the uh, departure? You mean the departed? Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> and this is her setting up that next break. She's going to be talking to us about watching the departed. Boy, I well, mean, for the first time? I think so. Oh, Donna. Yeah. When she well, goes to the welcome. cabin, she tears. She yeah, tears. I do. <laughs> you tear from movies from 2006. Donna watched Schmigadoon. Uh-huh. A 60s episode of Batman on Me TV. <laughs> it's so bad. She watched The Departed. Oh. Anyway. And that's it. Was it on VHS? DVD. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. do, do you, like in your sleeve of DVDs that you have up there? Mm-hmm. Drawers. I have drawers. I would like more video of your cabin the next time you go there, please. I'll think about it. Okay. All right, well, I'll tell you what I thought about The Departure. Departed. <laughs> also, it was a big day for SpaceX. We need to check in to see how their big space launch went this morning. Apparently, if you want us to someday go to the moon again or put man on Mars, this is a very important morning. So we'll look in and see how that has gone so far for Elon Musk and his crew. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. And, you know, I know this sounds like a random topic to bring up, but it happens to be one of those things that if you ever need it, you'll likely remember the name Bradshaw and Bryant. Um, I'm talking about personal injury and making sure you remember the name of a good lawyer. And that name is Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, where making a positive difference in someone's life is what they are all about, especially at a vulnerable time in that person's life. If you are someone you care about, has been, or ever is injured as the result of an accident, God forbid, uh, you first need, obviously, immediate medical attention, but then you really should talk to someone who you can have on your side fighting for you and don't sign anything until you speak to an experienced attorney like Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. It doesn't cost you anything for a consultation and he can ha- uh, help you navigate through insurance form uh, forms and help you understand the legal process. You'll find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All right, all you sexy babies, welcome back to the program. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So I watched The Departed over the weekend. And part of the reason is I thought it was one of those movies you told me I had to watch. I'm not sure it is. I don't think it was. Inception is the one Inception that you keep saying. Inception is I've so I've oh, loved to hear Departed you. But The Departed is way better than Inception. Is it? Oh. I forget The Departed. I watched it and forget it. I remember there are a lot of people in it, a lot of a big lot names. Of, a lot of big names. I think there's some sort of a somebody turning on somebody. Yeah, so it's basically one guy is a Boston cop infiltrating the Boston mob, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And the other is a mobster guy infiltrating the Boston police department. So the one that you think is a cop is a bad guy. The one you think is a bad guy is a cop. Ah, one of these situations. And then you've got um, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, uh, and Leo and Matt Damon. It's a good movie. It's good. It it keeps you on the edge of your seat. But um, nobody survives it. I'll just tell you that right now. Spoiler alert. Donna's just dropping... Dropping bombs now. I mean, just it's okay. Oh, six. One person, I think, makes it in the end. No, I don't even think so. They, yeah, they do. 
They do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because remember the very end, where some folks meet a fate. Yes. And then one folk walks away. Oh, yeah. You're right. How long ago did you watch this, Donna? Uh, Just a couple days ago. Holly, when Uh, did you last watch this? uh, At least a decade ago. There's a lot going on. Like what you think is going to happen in the end may or may not happen. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You like an open-ended ending? No. You like it all. Tell me everything. Although I did see a movie recently where, geez, what movie was that? It it was one of the Oscar-nominated ones where you decide. You can decide how you think the story ends. Yeah, pick your own adventure. Was it too Leslie? I wonder. That was a good movie. Because, you know, I say that Inception aforementioned, there's an element of when the screen goes black in the theater that I saw it in years ago. There was an audible, oh, Come on. yes. Well, that's because we just sat through two and a half hours of that. That's right. <sighs> yeah, and we wanted to see. And then we were all discussing and making a case for why what we wanted to happen at the end of Inception happened. And the other people were saying, well, no, what we wanted to happen happened. Pretty good. Yeah, it's good stuff. It happened. Anyway, uh, good movie. Jack Nicholson, I don't, I just, I didn't like the way he looked in this movie. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I want him to, him to look more successful than, like, a disheveled kind of mob guy. Yeah, but he was based on Whitey Bulger, I think, oh. a little bit. And, and Whitey Bulger, famous Boston um, gangster. Got it. Wasn't exactly wearing, you know, the three-piece suits and the, you know, Martin Scorsese mafia collars. I didn't realize this. I didn't read anything about it. I didn't realize. I guess I wasn't up on my Boston gangsters. Anyway, good movie. What? Okay, is that your overall take? Good? Yeah, it was good. It was... <laughs> you want more? <laughs> I just... See, we just rounded the corner. It was a little long. Every movie is. It was a little long. I didn't like the way Jack Nicholson looked. The, I didn't like um, Mark Wahlberg's character. I thought he was just a... Just... I didn't believe his character as much. Anyway, other than that, it was good. Okay. All of that came right after. It was good. Good movie. I didn't like how this guy looked. This guy's character was stupid. There were too many things going on all the time. It was long. I already forgot the ending. It Mm -hmm. does get, you know, I do have a problem watching movies where too much is going on. I'm doing that right now with Rabbit Hole and Kiefer Sutherland. It's, It's a show. Okay. It's a series. And I just, I can't keep up. Like, my brain does not work that quickly which is why even with the college of pop culture knowledge i would do better on like a millionaire type of show because i need to like talk it out and do it slowly instead of like the you know fast-paced timer because i'm always just like wait what happened what just happened why that guy touch his stomach there wait is he bleeding i can't tell why would he be bleeding Mm. Yeah, it's that. That's a little glimpse into my viewing habits. Thank you. Now you say things. I'm still taken by the fact that Holly saw it a decade ago. You saw it within the last 48 hours. Yeah, I know what no, she's talking about. But the, I'm just taken by she has better recall of yeah. the ending of the sure. movie, which was the most recent part of the movie that you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you really think about it. 
yeah, it it involved uh, you know those shoe protectors that people wear, so that you don't see footprints. Maybe. Yeah, no. Well, no, see the movie. <laughs> oh wait, no, what are you I asking got, me for well because you were talking to me about it. Are you going to look up the ending now? No. All right. I'm going to look up something on SpaceX. All right. Do you want man to go to Mars? And by that, I mean mankind. I don't care. I like it. It'll be like Total Recall. Hmm. Will people have three boobs when they go to Mars? I hope so. I don't know, but I think they're just going to send humans. So that would require some sort of operation. Oh. Oh. I don't think they would meet the people there. I think they want to send humans to Mars. Today is a, an important day. SpaceX this morning, somewhere in remote Texas, this according to the Morning Brew newsletter that I really enjoy and don't get paid to tell you about. SpaceX attempting the first orbital launch of its huge Starship system. It's a reusable space vehicle that Elon Musk says, listen to this, will be the key that unlocks, the tri- unlocks trips to the moon and Mars. And eventually, here we go, turns humanity into a, quote, Multi-planet species. Before that happens, it needs to show that it can reach orbit. So this morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, um, that's when this two-and-a-half-hour launch window opened for Starship and this super-heavy booster that it's mounted on. Um, This is really pushing the limits of conventional flight, they say, of, like, orbital flight. Starship is made of stainless steel, which the space industry has typically shunned for its weight. That's what they're saying. This thing's super heavy. It's also powered by methane instead of the traditional hydrogen. Oh, wow. That could allow it to refuel on Mars since the planet's atmosphere contains trace amounts of methane. Huh. That super heavy booster we talked about uses a mind-boggling 33, rap- 33 Raptor engines to blast into space. Um, it's just, like, going to be... the ultra powerful is the whole the whole purpose of this musk has acknowledged that his flight might not go as planned which you know set the set the bar low previous starship test runs have ended in a fire explosions and elon musk has put the odds of starship getting to orbit this morning at just 50 percent but the odds of a good time he says 100 percent ha now i don't know i'm watching spacex um they had some stuff happening on youtube this morning but i just keep seeing images of it's still on the ground, so I'm trying to figure out um, if it has officially launched or not. And I, I just can't tell yet if it has and if it's been successful. Maybe Twitter will know more. But a big day for space. If you're into space travel, this is a big day for you because they're trying to accomplish some new things. Hmm. Did you go dark on us today? I don't feel like I did. Huh. Hmm. Do you feel like I did? No, I may have. No, no, no. Just got an email that says, instead of Donna going dark today, it's Steve. Huh. I mean, maybe we, maybe because you're talking about our tax and the never-ending story. Oh, that could be. Oh, yeah. What? You mentioned one horse dying in mud, and suddenly you go dark. Look, right. it makes people burst into tears when you talk about that movie like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I upset someone? Did, is, is it PETA? I didn't get that one yet. Uh, Ryan sent an email, subject darkness. Way to make my Monday nice and che- uh, nice and cheery, starting with April Snow chat, oh, how yeah. bad the Schmigadoon show is, <laughs> and now bringing it to the next level about death and sadness and what not to watch. Can we do the number segment next? Minus 13. 
<laughs> Boy, that's an unlucky number. I like the number 13. Of course you do, Donna. <laughs> I mean... By the way, my computer just totally bugged out, so I'm going to reboot everything during this commercial break. Oh, and we great. believe that our three of the broadcast is going to be our most optimistic of the morning. Yeah. Right? You got it, buddy. Boom. Uh, 11.30, we're going to play a cover story, and you are mere minutes away from a hot and fresh dirt alert, courtesy of Holly Roberts. More to come, Don and Steve.